when I started out this series, my objective was to share as much information as I could to help people understand the fundamental underlying division that we have been experiencing on this planet. And that is, what is of light and what is of dark? Now, I know that those words, light and dark, are highly provocative, and they can, if misused, be misleading. In this installment of Saga of Earth, I am going to talk about how a group of beings from this planet, as well as other parts of this universe, have been cooperating to anchor in the highest harmonic frequency of the order of creation into the energy system of the earth as well as throughout this universe in a collaborative effort to help heal the planet and more importantly to rid the universe of this Saturn being and other beings who came with it who have been doing the most to try to harvest its energy control it and through doing that control all of us this is the installment where I talk about a very special community of people. This is the one where we address the light workers. The light working community are a group of people who came together, well, at least some of us, with the intention of heeding the call of Creator, heeding the call of planet Earth, and coming here to do whatever we had in our skill set to raise its vibration and free it from the energy sheath that was placed by the false idol god Saturn and all the people who do ceremony for it, as well as to restore it to its sentience, to reconnect it to the highest harmonic flow of energy in our universe, and thus to free not only this planet, but also the other planets that got targeted from these nefarious beings, of which the Saturn is but one. And our job was to do it by the year 2020. Now, some people are going to say light workers isn't the new age, the new cage. And I'm going to say it has become that, yes, in some cases, because within what we call the light working community, just as I pointed out last podcast in government and in religion, and I'm going to talk more about that in the next one, so too has this infiltration found its way into groups of people who presume they are here to help heal the planet and bring it into its light. Within what get called the light working community, there are people who are very clearly representatives of that Satan Saturn being and its advocates who are working on anchoring the energy of that being here and it is happening currently. In this podcast, I am going to talk a little bit about the battle of light and dark that has ensued between people who worked for the highest harmonic of love, peace, and freedom of this universe, and those who work for the Saturn, Satan, false idol being, and its affiliates, who would prefer all of us and this planet to stay in a prison. I call this one Saga of Earth 4, the battle between light and dark. Hello, my name is Katie Indy Crow. I am an earth-walking, soul-talking crow person. In other words, a psychopomp. This podcast is a collection of my best stories earned whilst out on the road, taking care of the planet and guiding the souls who live here. Come on in. 
here's some of my psychopomp stories. Now, the thing about telling a story as big as this, what happened to Earth and how Earth got hurt and how its vibration got lowered and how it became imprisoned in an energy system that was dominated by nefarious beings is that you could be talking forever if you were going to ever try to address every single layer. So I want to be upfront and let you know that I have not addressed every single layer. In this podcast, I'm going to start bringing together some of the threads that we have not specifically addressed so far. In the beginning of this series, I talked to you about how the planet Saturn was used as a backdoor into this universe by a being who was coming from another part of the multiverse, and that that being, as well as the beings that worked with that being, were seeking to harness the energy of this Earth, but specifically Source, which is the battery of this universe that was made by Creator. And so one of the key ways that they did this was by enabling the energy sheath. That's what episode one was about. So as you know, when Creator came and pierced that energy sheath, that opened up the ability of humanity to begin their path toward healing. This path toward healing has not been an easy one. And one of the main reasons for that is that consistently ever since the time of the breaking of the sheath, there have been people who have been working in collaboration with this being, but also other beings such as extraterrestrials posing as gods. Well, basically extraterrestrials posing as gods and things that set up different realms or little trap realities that were connected to planet earth and so for a while even though creator had come and pierced the sheath and even though there was healing and good things happening there was a proliferation of beings and people who were working with these beings who we are going to call the dark and what their attempt or objective was was to of course get control maintain control of planet earth stop the dissolving of the energy grid and the energy sheath that had been placed over it and to do anything that they could to maintain any form of control over the people of planet earth and thus their creation to source that they possibly could so how exactly did they do this well one of the main ways is that these people who were connected to this false idol saturn being they got organized, and as they got organized, they also put themselves into places of ritual power. So in other installments, I have talked about the tradition of ritual human sacrifice and to some extent cannibalism. Those are acts that are specifically associated with invocation of this false idol being, as well as the ETs and weirdos that are associated with it. And so what people would do is they would give a life, or in some cases, many, many lives, thousands of lives within you know a couple of days. And in doing that, they would work to create gateways. And these acts would be done at powerful sacred sites like pyramids. I mean, take, for example, what happened in 1487 when the Aztecs sacrificed 80,400 people over the course of four days. 
that type of an activity in particular done at a place that is supposed to hold power like a sacred site that a pyramid is has great power to have a strongly negative impact on not only the earth but also the human collective because a that much hardship that much bloodshed that much brutality and violence marks the human dna spectrum and the human a memory human dna memory that people eventually connected to them and their ancestors would have had to live to heal not only that it also as i'm saying creates the potential for the being behind what was calling for the sacrifice or the being behind what the sacrifice was meant to invoke which in this case was the saturn being it's giving them power it's giving them presence and it's it's giving them the opportunity to continue to come back and mess around on life on earth that's not a great thing and so one of the things that i didn't get to say as much throughout these podcasts but that i want to say now is that these actions are not something that has been done in the long past or that even stopped when Jesus walked the earth. These actions have been happening consistently ever since Creator knocked the sheath with the whole Sun-Saturn thing that I talked about in episode one. And there were a lot of people who were participating in this. And the earth and this universe got into some really serious trouble in that for a while it looked like these beings may have been able to be successful and so at some point in all of this the earth and creator and the universe called out and said can people who have the skills to unhook this energy thing from the planet and who have the ability to help save the souls who are being walked into the false dimensions by fake psychopomps like toth to go and get them and bring this is where the people of the light or the light workers come in now, the people of the light are not just light workers. I want to be very clear about that. There are people who Creator touched as soon as that energy sheath was. There were people who were ready to feel and connect to and embody and be that love. And there are elementals and trees and animals who were a very big part of that too. And I'll talk about that in some of the other installments. Subscribe if you're new here. I have so many stories to tell. And not all of them are as brutal as this one, but this is important. And so people of the light are indigenous peoples. They are people who would have been considered witches and who would have got hunted down with that Malleus Maleficarum we talked about in the last installment. They are people who are of all cultural backgrounds and people who are of all class backgrounds, just as are the people of the dark. We're not talking about like, this is a European versus a native situation as sometimes our public discourse tries to get us. There are people of the light who come from all different places of the world. They work in all different spectrums. And so back in the day, the people of the light were really struggling because, you know, when Jesus got crucified, as we talked about in episode, I think it was two, that was a moment where the beast really got one. And a lot of power was framed after that. And then in episode four, I talked to you about the 1400s being a time where I could really see that Saturn being wind up. And that was only a small fraction of what went on. There was ritual sacrifices of all kinds of people at sacred sites that were happening all throughout the world. And this was a big attempt at that thing to gain its final wave of power through the formation of the world and the statecraft and the map and everything as it is that we know it now. And so the ones who had stayed faithful and true 
uh, to Creator, they were being routinely hunted down and, and their lives were being ended. These are the people who had experienced genocide. These are the people who had experienced humiliation. These are the people whose soul power was being hunted to be used because they were so closely connected to Creator. And so a lot of those people are still here. I know that a lot of you listen. Shout it out and hello to all of you. Thanks for being alive <laughs> and being here. Um, but we got really tired. And so when people, beings from other parts of this universe started showing up, to help cooperate with healing planet Earth and helping to protect us and helping to work in the astral fields where some of us down here in dense bodies couldn't was a very welcome thing. And together, we also worked on energy system of the planet and we also worked on keeping souls alive. And one of the most important things that we did is we kept as pure a form of the human DNA um, energy potential as we possibly could going, that's not going to mean a lot to some of the people who um, maybe haven't yet heard the story of awakening the human DNA, and I will tell it another time, but I know a lot of light workers are gonna be here, so I just want everyone to remember how much we have done. And so, basically, what went on for a couple thousand years is that people who were associated with the light, people who were associated with the dark, ran around the planet doing everything that we could to be the side that was the strongest. One of the most important moments in the battle of light and dark occurred on a little date you might remember. That is December 21st, 2012 the day that the Mayan calendar suggested would be the end of the world, or at least the end of the world order that it currently was, as I interpret it. You see, the Mayan calendar, in my opinion, was representing the end of the world order that had been created around this Saturn being. It represented the winding down of Ak that would have been the long-term battlefield between the light and the dark. When we came to December 21st, 2012, a ripple of energy emanated through our universe that was the toning bell that signified and signaled, hey, we have reached our marking point. We have reached our match point. And when we hit that match point, guess what had happened? the light was the strongest. The light had been able to maintain the purity of the human energy archetype. The people who were the key holders had been able to be born and had managed not to be destroyed by their lives on this planet and the unending tasks that had come at them. The people who had lived and passed down the sacred knowledge had kept it alive and we all knew that it was at this moment that we had to go full throttle, full out, because although 2012 had come, and it certainly brought a lot of us full-fledged into what we're doing right now, I know for me it did, and I told you about that in the, some earlier stories, it also meant that, hey, okay, ding, 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 
this is kind of like the final countdown where we have to move a lot of the energy prisons that were placed on not only the planet but also the human energy archetype as well as preparing the astral energy fields for the major shift that was going to have to happen ideologically for us to move from one vibration or density which is what people call 3d into the next now some people call the next 5d i consider it 70 plus that's something we're going to talk about and later installments what's important to be known for this segment is that 2012 meant the beginning of the end of that order and it also meant the amping up of a lot of people who would have been considered part of the light community part of the light working community to come forward and to start working together and so this is where a lot of people initially met me because, as you know from listening to these stories, I am a person who has a deep and clear communication with the universe and planet Earth. And I am a person who specifically works on this. And my job, in particular back in 2016 when we had the 777 alignment where karma and the wheel of karma was smashed, was to call together energy specialists from around the world. And I did it on the internet, but also in astral time. And for about two or three years, Myself and thousands of other people would cooperate every single day on activities to free planet Earth from the energy sheath, any remaining parts, to unhook any of the sacred sites that had been hooked up to the negative energy to be freed, to close out the stargates that were leading people into the false realities, to go into the darkest depths of the most horrible, terrible places you can ever imagine going, and to lead the souls who were in there out of there to find their people and to just redistribute them back home. And that also included doing that to parts of ourselves. And that, my friends, was a really difficult journey that a lot of people don't get validation for. Now, again, when I say the lightworking community, there are people who are going to say this is all just a bunch of European white people running around being colonial. No, we're not. There are people from all different backgrounds who worked with me who listen to this podcast and who work on the earth in knowing now let's talk for a minute about what happened with the light working community and how this false idol saturn and false agents of it have been working to infiltrate us and who have been trying to destroy us from the inside out and how right now at the time of the recording they are winding up with a little ceremonial alignment to do just that the reason i'm telling you this is because the battle of light and dark is ongoing and although creator wins and although we here in the peace love high harmonic are going to get the job done i want to be very clear that this is also a moving story that is still very much happening you hear more about that this one and in the next installment one of the very special things that we were able to achieve as people of the light through that whole trajectory between 2012 and 2019 was that like i was saying we did do a lot of the jobs that we said we were going to do and so when 2019 came that was a moment where a lot of us who were you know these leaders of light these emissaries of light these people working together were meant to change over and how we were acting we had a paradigm switch the planet, as I've been telling you, was going through a set of healing and we were freeing ourselves from a very low harmonic uh, vibrationary scheme. And within that vibrationary spectrum, very few things were possible energetically. And one of the main big picture reasons why we had to free the planet from all of this is because much more is possible metaphysically here 
that's on an individual level, but also for the planet and the universe in order to be able to regulate themselves and to communicate to one another directly. And so we had hit this space and energy where not only had we made it to this 5D thing that a lot of people are familiar with, but we'd also surpassed that. We were moving into seven and we were moving into this place where the infinite grid connection is not regulated by something like a dimension. Yes, you can connect to something as a dimension, but the idea of holding a dimension and keeping it there became something that was very passe and something we were supposed to be letting go of. Now, one of the things that I noticed and that started happening also in 2019 when we had hit this beautiful mark of cooperation and co-creation is that I started to become a lot more aware of people who were supposed to be of the light working community and who were of the light who were very deliberately doing things that I knew were not in the highest alignment of what the universe was broadcasting to us to do or what the earth was asking us to do. Now, in my years of leading all these groups that I used to lead, one of the things that I did, of course, was lead us against the dark forces and the things that we had to fix in the universe so that they couldn't target and attack the human energy collective. But I also had an opportunity to cooperate with a lot of people who would have been I guess, recognized as other big name teachers, they, they came to me for help and consultation and died to them. And in that process, I kind of got to see what was going on on the inner workings. And, you know, you see a lot. This isn't a trashing conversation, but it is to say in 2019, as we were supposed to be making the paradigm shift, and especially into 2020, when we were going into our new cycle, which marked one of the key points where we were supposed to be doing it, I, I saw that. Not only were people holding on to the old concepts, and not only were people repeating things that I knew were no longer in the higher resonance, but they were actively starting to block out energy or information that was going to be the contrary to that. And as I watched this unfold, as well as the mind viruses that were being dropped into collective energy activities um, that were specifically targeting grid workers and people who were working on the grid, but also people who were looking for free soul activations or going to soul activations, instead of learning how to do it themselves, was that the light working community got targeted very heavily and implanted with what some people would call a Wendigo, a mind virus. Um, some people would call it an implant technology. It existed in a number of various forms and within the light working community some of the people who were here guarding the light the most found themselves under a lot of pressure and in a lot of danger other ones found themselves being taken over by energies and entities that were no good for them and other ones still voluntarily acted in capacity and in cooperation with these showing me a lesson that i needed to learn and that i relayed to you here is that a lot of people are not as interested in the freedom of earth in this universe and embedding the order of creation as maybe some of us may have initially thought one of the things that has become a very clear truth to me in these past few years 2018 on really is that there are people who are here as what gets called leaders in even the light working community who are very clearly anchoring the energy of this false idol being. And I'll give an example of that in the next segment. And what some people aren't thinking about is that just because a person gets online and says that they are going to 
do an activation for your soul or just because a person says they're here to help earth it doesn't mean that they necessarily mean they're here to help earth in its highest harmonic one of the things that has happened within the lightworking community because we were so powerful is that we did get heavily targeted and there are people who have managed to embed themselves into high power positions who routinely advise things that have to do with opening gateways and portals to lower harmonic energy to ETs and to do things that Creator and Earth are not asking for us to do. And one of the hallmarks of that approach is that they do not ask or mention ever Creator or Earth. One of the things that is really important to think about and that I'm going to bring forward now and in the next podcast is that in these past few years, the, astrological, the astrological alignments that we have been facing are ones that have brought us towards being able to directly confront these energies where they have impacted us the most. And I know that we were busy doing that um, when it came to the structural things like COVID and perhaps some of the things that were more uncomfortable in our lives. And now it's time to look at it in the spiritual community and to see the way that this false idol Saturn and other false idol energies get involved to try to take away the power of our cooperation and to try to sway and manipulate us to participate in the darkness as opposed to contribute to the light. Now in saying this, before I go to the next segment, I also want to be very clear that I'm not anti-ET or elemental or any being who is here contributing to the higher harmonic of planet Earth and its freedom and the autonomy of this universe to be able to regulate itself. There are beings from all kinds of different places who are here doing that and they're doing it in love. And I'm so grateful to each and every one of them for their contribution. Thank you. There is, however, a big difference between people who are here for the right reasons and people who are here who are trying to implement their will and who are trying to direct this ship as they see fit. The whole thing about this is we are here to restore the order of creation. We are here to put creator back in the driving seat because this this planet all the planets, the stars, all of it, that's the body. The universe is the body of creator. And we are here because of creator. And until creator's order is put back in place, we are all still living at just a fraction of the greatness that we know we can achieve. One of the key things that has been happening in this whole battle of light and dark and dissolving of the dark grid and dissolving of that false idol energy is that we have had a lot of planetary help with it and in fact it is the planets and their connection to one another and our planet along with them being the body of creator that truly is how this whole freedom thing is happening people like me are down here on earth doing ceremony guiding it connecting people to it talking about it but this is like creator at its finest work and i am grateful to the planets and creator for all that they do for us Back in December 2020, we had a powerful conjunction between Saturn and Jupiter that marked the opening of the gate for every single person on this planet who was connected to that false idol, false god, Satan, Baal, Moloch, Saturn thing to start becoming aware of it. And this was also the gate that meant that we were at the final battle between the light and the dark where we were going to unhitch this thing. And so... As you may recall, we had a set of alignments that were Saturn square Uranus, and that went through December, or that went through 2021 into early 2022. I talked about them a lot in my astrology reports, because if you didn't know this, 
I talk about the healing journey we are on in our planets in my astrology reports, and you can catch them at my website, crow-medicine.com, or my other podcast, Crow Medicine Spirituality for the 21st Century. I faithfully talk about the path of the stars and the path of us so that anybody who is associated with the light has reliable information about what is coming up so that we can organize around this. I'm still the same Katie. I just have to do it a little differently so that people don't try to kill me because that really did happen. And so as we started moving through these Saturn alignments in the last few years, what I noticed is that, A, in the lightworking community, people were very clearly being either manipulated astrally and they just didn't know better or were being clearly pushed to by their spirit guides, specifically angels, or they were unintentionally being fooled by, or they were choosing to invoke this lower harmonic Saturn being and its affiliates. And so you may have noticed that over the last few years, there have been a lot of people around us who have spun out, maybe some of us have spun out and realized that we were connected to some things that were really not nice. What I wanted to talk about in this segment is that the false idol Saturn being knows who we are and what we're doing, and it works with things that we participate in and care about to try to manipulate us. This is how the deceiver works. And I can give you a very specific example that's happening right now in real time if you happen to be listening to this. Today is July 30th, and so around this time of year, there used to be an energy alignment cooperation point called Lionsgate. Many of you may have participated in my Lionsgate ceremonies. I did them faithfully up until 2019. Lionsgate was a moment where we were meant to be receiving soul activations from the planet Sirius, but also where psychopomps like me were going and unhooking souls from the prison that was Sirius, and we were holding ceremonies to re return the soul fragments and the soul pieces back to the people. And this was something that Creator was all for, that the Earth agreed with, and that was in the highest harmonic of where we were at in our cooperation as beings of light at the time. And so in 2019, as I told you, things started changing because we shifted into a higher harmonic. At the same time, this is really where beings of the dark got really hip to the game of what the people of the light were doing. And this is where they started full force going after us and after our ceremonies and after our holidays and after the people that we were working with. And I can say this with a lot of research, having seen it being done and watching these guys in action, and also people tried to do it to me. So as we started moving into 2020 and we were supposed to be breaking the seals and we were supposed to be changing how we were doing things and honoring like more directly what was going on, the Lionsgate came back up again. And Creator said, no, don't do it. So I didn't do it. And you know, long story short, this year, we are at an apex of the healing Saturn moment. One of the reasons why I'm telling the Saturn story right now is because this season we are kind of wrapping it up. We have a little bit more work to do until like 2024, but this is kind of like the moment where people are really ready to see it, which is why I felt safe to tell it. It can't hurt me like it used to be able to anymore. And this thing, this false idol Saturn being, it shows up to us during alignments of Saturn. And so I want to just tell you, a little bit about the alignments that are coming up with Lionsgate. So what people are saying is Lionsgate, it's, they say that it's open now, and they say that it happens on the 8th of August. And so 
uh, about a few days ago, I became very conscious of a being that was working in the background of this false gate because the creator is not aligning this. This is not being aligned by source. And what they're doing is they are using their connections to other people, a lot of them in the lightworking community, in the ceremonial community, to um, generate interest in this distorted holiday. And so they're advising people to call people together to give them activations. And what I can see very clearly on the other side of these activations is this false light. And the way that I can verify and validate it is if I go to my handy dandy little astrology calendar, which you always do when you want to see what is going on, I see, oh, on August 3rd, we have a conjunction of the moon and Saturn. And on August 15th, semi Neptune is semi-sextile true node. Saturn is semi-sextile Chiron. Hmm. And then on this 27th, we have Saturn in opposition. And then on the 30th, we have a conjunction of a moon and Saturn and a close approach of moon and Saturn. And at the same time, Pluto, the planet of the pathway, is uh, back in Capricorn, where it's hanging out for a few months, acting as a pathway for people out. And so what I'm seeing is a two-sided coin. On the high harmonic pathway side, where you follow your soul and the path of creator, and you learn how to take care of yourself, this is a moment where a lot of people who are connected to that false Saturn who are getting their butts kicked by it every day, I'm going to realize what's happening. They're going to disconnect and they're going to empower themselves. On the other end, in particular, being driven by this Lionsgate false distorted ceremony that should have ended a few years ago, you see people lining up to voluntarily invoke this energy because that's specifically what it is. And you can see how on one layer, the higher harmonic reality is there where we're going to people are going to see what's happening and cut themselves free. And then on the other end, the, lo the lower harmonic version where they get fooled, perhaps for the first time, perhaps again. It's really my hope that people choose the higher harmonic reality because I know that when you choose the harder harmonic one, you are lining yourself up for a world of hurt and pain because at this point, those things don't have near the power they used to have in this universe. And that's thanks to all the people of the light from all different class backgrounds, from all different cultures, all different age groups, all different ethnicities, whatever we are, all the different things that we do have been working. We are restoring the voice of creator here on this planet. And so now these nefarious beings, what they do is they take things from the people who invoke them. They used to empower those people, but now they smash them around and they play with their souls and they play with their lives and they give them two steps forward and three steps back. And that's just kind of how that works out. And nobody really wants that, I don't think. As we make our way through the next few years, there are a lot of powerful alignments upcoming where we can cooperate and collaborate and anchor, creator, and do our work for the light and ensure that this earth continues on in its harmonic shift peacefully and with our support. We're also able to support each other and be pleasant and powerful in that journey. It doesn't have to be as hard as it has been in these last few years. And I certainly hope that this podcast acts as a clarion call for people who are ready to hear the truth, to come forward and to be here and to be present. And, you know, I want to say thank you very much to the people who support this podcast, in particular to my membership community who make monthly gifts of support so that I keep recording, keep doing the videos, keep doing everything that I'm working on to get this out there. This takes an incredible amount of effort <laughs> to be able to do, because as you can tell, I'm working through a lot of different energy layers to get these stories to you. And I humbly extend a little bit of gratitude for each and every contribution made by you, as well as by the monthly donors, as well as by the people who say positive things, as well as by the people who share this to people who are going to enjoy it, as well as anybody who said anything nice to me about it or anyone else. All the good tidings really do add up. 
I had a lot of rough years dealing with fighting this thing where I felt really, <sighs> I was on the ugly end of things and I got a lot of ugly treatment and it is so healing and positive for me as a creator and sharer to just be on the other end of all this positivity that you were putting in my direction. Never underestimate your kind words power. They really do transform people, even those of us who are hardened old battle axes who you think don't need to hear them. We really do. <laughs> that love does multiply and it is powerful. If anybody wanted to join my members community or to send in a one-time gift of support to help go on with supporting this project, you can do so at buymeacoffee.com slash esotericearth. I'll put the link here. Also, a reminder, and I'm not going to turn this into an advertisement. I have teaching materials that are all about soul autonomy and getting yourself clear and free. I am an expert at working with this in session. If you are experiencing any of this or just want to get yourself into your highest harmonic, email me at katieindycrow at gmail.com. Let me know what's going on, and I'll tell you if I have anything on deck that might be helpful to you. Otherwise, I will be back in two more weeks. And I'm going to talk about specifically what has happened in the last few years to tear down this terrible, evil, false idol Saturn order thing that we have been experiencing. And I will be doing it with great joy because I know that there is a lot to celebrate. And one of the things that we've been missing because there's been a little bit of weirdness in the lightworking community and in information delivery is that we haven't really gotten to recognize how many awesome things we have done and this is a really good time for us to come back together and keep cooperating. So if you're new here, please give this podcast a follow. Come on back later on. Maybe you want to check out my website, crow-medicine.com and sign up for my email list. Whatever you want to do, I will be continuing to put out high quality information that is all about sacred earth, soul autonomy, and how to enjoy our lives here. Because that's what it's really all about, my friends. Thanks for being here and listening to my psychopomp stories. I am Katie Indy Crow, and it is my pleasure to share them with you.